Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. with us as uh, a co-host. Um, so yeah, can you bring him on? Bring I say, on. I sure will. I say, you on live. Alafia, is everybody there? Yes. We're How are you doing? Mm. Blessings to everyone. Thank you for having me on. It's good to be here. I'm looking forward to the Odoo of the Week, as well as our fantastic topic of collective action to change the world. I see. I see. Anyway, so, welcome. I do pay. Very nice to have you here tonight. I'm excited. We're going to be... Uh, and working together tonight, and um, I think this is an exciting topic that everybody will have something to to say. Yes. And um, I want to start with our prayer. Lord Mare. we can kick off the show, right? Ashe. I'm a little unorganized here. Where is my space? Okay, here we go. I love to marry. I'm going to need my walk. I'm going to get 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 Alayo, alayo, afuye, gigi, misikbe. Aluzono, any anti for wakole. Anishi, koski, gigi, mezi, minu, igobi, obi. Eiti, obayako, ayabi, dum, dum, dum. Alayo, alayo. 
Ashe. Ashe. Creator, I greet the new day. I greet the four directions that create the world. The four, first corner, the second corner, the third corner, the fourth corner are owners of the day. Ashe. They bring us the good fortune that sustains us on earth. They bring Ashe. us all the things that sustain our spirits. With you, there is no failure. We praise the world you have created. Nothing can block the power of spirit. We praise the light of the earth that sustains the abundance of creation. It brings us the food of the forest. It brings us the sweet things in life. We praise the light of the earth. We praise the light of the earth. Ashe. 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 So, uh, I think it's a, We have another caller on, too. Let me just Are you going to let him on? Yes. Well, I uh, continue. Aboru, aboye. Aboye. How are you? Mobi? Yes. 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 How are you doing, Fajimobi? I'm doing well. How about you, Aboye? And Alafia Kamal. Alafia, good to hear your voice. Dupwe, <laughs> dupwe. I don't know what it is. Good, good. I'm excited. I haven't been on in a few weeks, so I'm excited to hear the O2 and uh, and uh, and share with everybody. Trying to learn and share. Ashe. Okay, so the order of the week. Are you ready? Drum roll. Combined time. Was Ashe Everybody know we know that Ashe is Ashun's Odu. Obey is one of Abatala's Odu's. And in this Odu are basic um, metaphysics with abundance leads to the open road. Sounds um, good. It's a very strong Odu. It comes with lots of uh, blessings. People like Moshe Ogbey. Um But at the same time, whenever we have a Odu with a lot of strong, good stuff, then it also comes with an equal amount of negative. Mm. And so, um, there's some, you know, so that's always something to be aware of, you know. We have some odus that we consider bad odus, you know, when they come up. And some that we consider oh, really good odus when they come up. <clears throat> but uh, we've talked about this almost every week. You know, there's a balance of forces in all odus. So if there's an odu that's bad, then that same odu is also has an equal amount of good and vice versa. So this nope. is one that we look at as a good one, but uh, it also comes with a lot of warnings. 
the biggest warning that is several of the verses speak of in this Odu is um, getting paid for the work we do. The warning to make sure you know that you get paid for what you do, and that's and and the and there's a warning about the people around you having the right kind of people around you. Mm. Um, so if you know this week, if you are, for example, self-employed or something where you do work for people, make sure this week you. Um, get to, you know, write it down what exactly you're doing and how much exactly you're getting paid so you don't get uh, a problem with doing the work and then people don't want to pay you. And um, also be careful and kind of be cognizant of the kind of people you're hanging out with. Um... You know, like my mom used to say, you can tell who a person is by who they hang out with. Mm-hmm. And so that's one of the warnings in this Odu. Um, do you have any um, thing to say on Ashley Well, you know, um, this is the Odu of women, so... Also, women, you know, to try not to get into arguments with women, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, try to stay on an even keel, you know, don't um, set up yourself for a dispute because it will be a heavy one. It'll turn into a war. So, you know. That's one thing that uh, O'Shea Agbe tells me in terms of the negative, but it's also an excellent time to bring together that fellowship and that love, that sisterhood. So it's either or, you know. So you have an opportunity to connect and be bonded with women or, you know, create war. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. We'll see. Let me read a verse and we'll see um, if um, Iyajaye or Fajr Mobi have something to add. Um, it's not, you know, the... It's not a, a nice Odu verse. But um, it does, uh, I think it's important. Grass standing... Erua grass standing, stand up and dance home ahead of them. Last night the great king killed meat to eat, was the one who cast Ifa for the king and who beat palm nuts for Amari, his wife. There is someone who is favoring and indulging a woman with everything, but the woman is a witch. She will not allow his affairs to straighten out. He makes uh, ebo, but it has no effect. He makes medicine, but it doesn't work. He should sacrifice six baby chickens, six sticks of bird lime, and seasoned mashed yams because of this woman. 
They said he should carry them into his farm. He carried the seeds and mashed yams into his farm, and he tied the chicks to a basketry tray. He tied the sticks of bird line to the edge of the tray. The senior wife of this man turned into a bird, and she flew to the farm. When she reached the farm, she heard the cries of the baby chickens and flew down in the, in, to the ground, and she saw the seeds and mashed yams, and as she began to eat them, she stuck to the bird line, and she died. Ifa says there's a bird woman who's standing beside this person. Ifa says that he should make Ebel so that she will not be able to kill him. Ifa says that we are seeking advice about a matter, but that the person from whom we are seeking advice is an enemy. And therefore, we should be careful not to speak of it in front of this person who will prove to be a tail-bearer. Ashe. Wow. Ashe. <laughs> yeah. That was powerful verse. That is. As I was listening to it, uh, I was thinking about your interpretation of abundant abundance and the road being um, open. And I think it's important for people to pay attention to the fact that sometimes you actually have to open up your own road and you have to clear and eliminate to make sure that you can receive the blessings that are on the way. And the essay, the Odoo essay that you just Shared with the, that you just shared with the audience spoke to that in terms of people because sometimes what you have to eliminate is people. And as you said, you know, okay. you look at who a person hangs out with um, and it calls people to actually question that for themselves, um, not only looking at other people and say, oh, well, that's a bad crowd they're with. Um, I can't hang out with that person. But you have to look at yourself and say, okay, who are the people that are close to me and are they good for me to have as part of my community? And if they are, great. If they're not, but you might not be able to completely eliminate them, (laughs) Out of your community space, I mean, <laughs> let me be clear. Right. Um, then you figure out how they're going to play, a, how they're going to play a role in your community. Um, it would probably need to be a very small role, so that you know, as as far as you are concerned, you don't give them opportunity to create mess. Oh shit! Yeah, I see. Hello. Yep. I don't know oh, if you are. I hung up. Okay. okay. I see. You know this verse. Um. You know, comes with a definite level of head cleaning. Um, a serious river wash and head cleaning. And it also speaks of a coming to earth with a bad ori. 
and having to do able to try to alleviate some of that. Mm. Yeah, and part of having a bad re is attracting other people with the same situation, you know? Say that again? One of the problems of having a bad re is uh, you attract other people with bad re. That's true. And so, you know, you have to clean your head. So you're cleaning house inside and cleaning house outside. Mm. And when you clean... Um, Oh, go ahead. (laughs) Oh, you go, you go. Oh, I was just going to say, when people have their head cleaned, understand that... With bad ori or just needing your ori refreshed and cleaned, that um, that's the beginning. It's like starting with a clean slate. Then there's more work to do. You have to continue to make sure that you stay in Iwa Pele because, you know, if you have this um, energy that is negative, it can come back if you don't work to keep it away. So you have to, you know, work on yourself daily. Use the the head cleaning as a start, not a finish. Okay. Okay. Unless you're, you know, you want to come to me once a week for a head clean. <laughs> <laughs> that steady income. <laughs> <laughs> I no, that's do a good point. You know, a, head, a head cleaning doesn't fix the things. You know, it gives you a, a, a chance is all it's doing. Right. Right. So, yeah, very good point. Uh, old Fajumobi, you got any insights on the verse? Yes. Uh, um is, I see it as, there's a proverb in the Sodhi that says that we don't, we don't realize what we have until we've lost it. And, um, and it, just, it goes with uh, with everything in life. I mean, in relationships and jobs, we sometimes we take things for granted. Even um, our friendships, our you know, our wives or husbands or whatnot. And uh, the metaphysical principle that I believe, Oche uh, which is the ability to project our prayers, the ability to to connect with spirit through prayer, is the one that will align our head and heart. I believe in this order, that's the beginning. It's the ability to reach out to the immortals, to the spirit, and uh, start connecting through prayers and uh, realizing what we need instead of what we want to eliminate that greed in Oshie. Ashe. Ashe. You know, sometimes we don't realize the blessings that we truly have in front of us until they're gone. So uh, we just should be grateful with no do of giving thanks and no do of being able to connect with spirit and uh, understand that, that the connection with spirit will align our head, our ori with our ori new, and that will align us with our ipongri and ikolerun. I say, because that's where the abundance comes from. It's the ultimate source. Ashe. Ashe. Okay, so that was our Odu for the week. Um, so for those listeners, 
you know, what we want to do is this week uh, paying attention to all of those things we just spoke about. Um, we also, maybe if you want to do, uh, you can make your own bath. And I would do like a an, uh, bath for probably a, like a white bath for cleaning mm-hmm. um, with um, cascarilla or a foon and those kind of white elements and some chamomile flowers uh, some w- ori butter I would suggest also uh, well, I would suggest also from this Oshope on the back, a drop a little drop of honey too. Right. Uh, Any. Uh, a little a little drop of honey also with uh, with the cascarilla and, and and all that the white flowers and whatnot. A little bit too that you're getting the yeah, elements you know, of both Oshay and Oshay. Feeling a little more to the Oshun side or to the o, or to the Batala side if you, you know each person make that decision. Um. And there's, of course, there are things that are that both Ovatala and Ashun um, like. So you can use some of those elements. Like that's why I mentioned the chamomile flowers because those are both Ashun and Ovatala Ewi. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, some honey would be good. <clears throat> and just try to meditate in the tub or. Some people just make it in a bucket and pour it over themselves. Um, so that would be a good little self ebo for this week. Ashe. Ashe. All right, so now I guess we can move on to the topic of the week. Uh, this week we're talking about... Um, uh, you know, using our our traditions to make the world a better place. Um, for those of you who are on Facebook and who are members of the Odoo Access Network group, um, this week I posted something. I titled it... Uh, Individual Quest for Power or Spiritual Warriors, uh, Time to Draw a Line in the Sand. Um, it was something I've been feeling recently, and uh, so I decided to write it up, and I also decided to make it the topic of this week's show. Um, it's something I've been harping about for years. It's not a new topic by any means. Um, I've kind of stopped harping about it for about a year now. I don't think I've talked about it at all because it doesn't ever get any traction. But um, the thing, you know, my thing I've been harping about for years is uh, we as a species, as humanity, are under siege. Um... You know, it's been that way for a long time. 
the things have really accelerated in the last decades. <clears throat> and um, with the coming of this new epoch, that everybody, this new uh, time that um, everybody has noticed that there's change in the air and that we are entering a new time and there's been a lot of talk about it and um you know we all know that there are some forces in this world who are really hell bent on uh enslaving all of us and um they're pretty much the people who run the global banking system and the ones who run all the governments and the ones who start wars and all this stuff. <clears throat> and um, it really came to something, the forefront of my life um, several years back when I started to notice that there was a concerted um, attack on indigenous um Shamans. So I had always been kind of tuned into the plight of indigenous communities through friends or anthropologists who were working in different areas of the world with indigenous communities and uh, all the work that they're all doing to help those people um, get their lands back and all that kind of stuff. But then... Uh, there was a little bit of a change where they weren't going after the political leaders per se. They were there was this attacks on the indigenous medicine men, and uh, several people had told me, you know, these people weren't connected to one another. So, and then just mentioned, oh, they, you know, they came and they took you know, so and so medicine guy away. And they came and they shot him or whatever. And then there was a, a few years back, this very famous shaman, I forget his name. He's a very well-known, famous guy. This was a while back, probably eight years ago, five or eight years ago. And he was on tour, and he was in Canada, and he got invited to come to the United States to speak and they grabbed him at the border and they said he was bringing in uh, in suitcases or something dangerous things or whatever and they kind of treated him as a terrorist and they locked him up and I never uh, Nobody was able to find out what happened. And then we never heard from the guy. So um, I noticed, wow, why are they attacking these uh, indigenous shaman types around the globe? Right? And um, the reason is, is because it's the only this the last vestige of resistance to them completing their goals. And the people that are controlling us have had 
astounding success in everything they've wanted and set out to do, they've done. It's little resistance. And they know that uh, it, we have the, the technology exists to put up resistance. And the technology is through the work of shamanic leaders and people like uh, Baba Orishas and E.L. Orishas and Awos. And it's through collective prayer, through working together. Uh, one, the easy start off is coming together in collective prayer. It's the foundation of our faith. It's why there are 16 uh, Awos and, and Eli Ife, right? And they have 16 Awos pray together. Um, it's very powerful. So imagine of 16,000 were praying on the same day for the same thing. And that's the first step. The other step is to get back in the game. Um, these people, they do their rituals. You know, they're they're doing rituals to maintain their power. And uh, we need to be doing rituals to counteract them. And that's part of it. You know, we have our technology of warfare, spiritual warfare, with the Yami Osharanga and other cults specialize in this kind of thing. And uh, we need to be learning that aspect and using it to fight the fight. Is, uh, you know, that's a difficult one because we don't want to give that kind of knowledge to just anybody. But we got to figure it out. So that was the background that got me on this topic. And, um, you know, it's time that we take a different approach, a different uh, look, or a different idea of what we're doing. Um, what's the point of being a practitioner of Ifa Arisha, the Yoruba system, of traditional system of religion? Why do we do it? Um, you know, it's been an evolutionary thing, and uh, we need to keep evolving. So nothing we have done in the past is wrong. It's just part of that evolution. But what we don't want to do is stagnate. <clears throat> and so, you know, we need some uh, new ways of looking at things. And... Um, refocus on what's the point of what we do. And, um, you know, I don't like to harp and get negative about things, but we have been kind of focused on making money and 
strutting around with titles and and uh, a lot of us, you know, are in it for the wrong reasons. And um, even those who are in it for their own individual elevation, which is a good thing, um, this tradition, there is a component, you know, it's very community-based. So even as we work on our individual self, we have a responsibility to community. Uh, <clears throat> if we are working priests and priestesses, you know, if we're just um, worshipers, you know, it's okay. But if you are an initiated priest or priestess and you are working it, you got God children and you're doing stuff then you made a commitment to the community. And so we need to get more focused on our commitment to the community. And the way I'm saying we got to do it is get in the fight because time's running short. And if we don't want to see our children enslaved and the writing's on the wall, unless you're totally blind, you don't see what, the future looks like for our children. And to me, it's not very pretty. And so for me, it's not a question um, if it needs to be done at all. The question is, who's down? And so that's the um, point of tonight's discussion. So... Uh, Let's go to our guest host, Ia Jaye. Uh, see what you got to say on this topic. Well, okay. Um, we are in complete agreement that we need to have collective action. Of course, our Arisha can guide us into what type of point of view we have on our ways in which we want to take collective action. Um, and clearly, prayer and rituals, as you said, would be top priority. Um, for me personally, I 20 years ago, I was one of the people who read a lot of New Age stuff and went to talks and was amazed by the forces of evil that are out there and wanted to acquire as much information as I could about it. And then I realized, you know, at the end of the day, the power that I have is tapping into spirit. And I don't have time to bother with what they're doing. Whatever they do is what they do. But if I'm going to be serious about what I do, I need to focus on that. So while I do think it's important that we focus on a mission, I think it's critical that we see that mission, that mission as one of building as opposed to one of destroying because we do have to 
build, as you say, a world and a future for our children. So we want to, as we're focused on building, we have to have a plan. There's not too many buildings that are created physical, uh, metaphysical, (laughs) literal, figurative, (laughs) or otherwise that are created without good plants. They have to have Mm -hmm. good plants. So we have to have a plant. Now, as far as I'm concerned, me, I don't know how everybody else feels about this. However, as part of the crew, the team, the community that is creating a structure that would allow our children to inherit a good future, I think that the crew has to be strong and on point. So if you have not come to some level of mastery over your individual practice, you know, that you are really serious about your prayers, your rituals, if you are really serious about making sure that you are in good health, that you have excellent discipline, that your character is as best as it can be every single day. Like, you can't come with a bunch of excuses. <laughs> that's just, that's that's not acceptable. Um, and you're steadfast in your values because we can be so corruptive. For instance, I'm a many, well, everybody who knows me knows that I am a big natural health uh, practitioner and proponent. And... Um, With that, uh, there's a lot of opportunities for uh, diversion (laughs) from eating well and eating right. And when when we first had children, people asked, well, how are you going to feed your kids with that? Because, you know, it's going to be impossible because there's just so many things that your children are going to be out there eating, and it's like, I'm going to teach them. And, you know, I'm seeing the fruits now. Of course, my children are still young, and they will go out into the world and do what they do. But, you know, at the moment, I'm teaching them, and they get the lesson. Now, if they choose to do something else with the information, that's on them. And, you know, as far as my husband and I are concerned, we are proactive about making sure that the corruptive elements of the world, uh, such as the candies that might be available or soda or whatever else is out there, uh, we have alternatives that something is available for us and our children and for anybody else who wants it too. Because, (laughs) sure, we would love for everybody to, you know, have the best health that they can possibly have. But this is uh, part of what I'm saying as far as uh, building um, building and able to be able to change the world is that the soldiers, if, if you will, have to be strong. But I don't even think we need to consider ourselves as soldiers. We need to consider ourselves as architects. We need to consider ourselves as uh politicians for excellent um, kingdoms and queendoms. So, you know, just having the right mindset is what I would advocate 
in terms of um, collective action. And let me say, too, that with the idea of um, the idea of what the world is, is looking like right now as far as people not caring about the environment, not being as spiritually adept as humans can possibly be, um, it, the glass, I don't know if we want to say the glass is half empty, half full, or when we look at Obeyan, which uh, in Obeyan is, is uh, perfection, so you have light and dark, you have up and down, <laughs> and with that, that is a balance. So while we are working towards excellence and good in our world, we need reminders of how that will exist. So I don't know if we'll ever completely eradicate or even want to eradicate every uh, negative force out there. They they serve their purpose too. And I think if we see it like that, we also empower ourselves uh, more than we allow other people or other forces to disempower us. And with that, I'll say I say. (laughs) You know, I actually did um, throw an Odu on this um, question. And uh, the Odu that came up was Osa Obara. Hmm. Um, which is, you know, a very warrior type of Odu. And so Ya and Shango. Um, you know, so as that change, change leads to transformation. Um, but one of the verses starts right off with, Cowards give way to grief. Was divine for Akeregbe. And so, you know, like you're saying, it takes um, some inner work on strong people to. And we got to be right. We got to be right inside. You know, we got to be right ourselves before we can try to influence things. Um. And, you know, people are afraid. People are afraid, you know, to do anything right now, even to go outside people, and yeah, protest. Yeah, I, I think people are afraid. I also think that there's a laziness that's promoted. Um, and, you know, that's one right, of the... Comfort tactics. leads to, to this situation. Right. <laughs> You know, even our most, you know, our poorest people in this country still got something to lose because they got right. food stamps and they got uh, some some support, you know. Right. Everyone has something to lose. And so cowards gives way to grief, you know. We mm. suffer because we're cowardly. Right. Um but I always tell people, you know, if you are as spiritual as you say you are, then why are you afraid? 
Exactly. We shouldn't have fear. What well, I mean, why? What are we fearing? I mean, what's the worst that can happen? You die. Exactly. So what? Death is not really very significant. I mean, if you're truly part of the Yeah. And yes, if you and, believe, and if you are in this tradition or many most others, then it shouldn't be a big deal. Especially when we have reincarnation. Uh, you know, we know that the earth is the marketplace, heaven is home. So who is uh, afraid to go home? Ashe. Ashe. Uh, so, but, it, you know, I understand. When, you know, when I was didn't have children, you know, I was kind of a crazy, <laughs> or at least people thought I was crazy because, you know, I was... Uh, pretty much fearless. Um, but once I had children, then I became a huge coward. Well, is it cowardness or I, I think, you know, there's a difference between being careful and being cowardly because to just, there's, when people say fearless, sometimes they just mean reckless. Right. And right. not exactly the same thing. Because we don't have to risk our lives directly all the time. That's not always the wisest thing to do. No. Especially in this tradition, we do believe in long life. That's one of the (laughs) rays that we are going for. You know, one of the rays. Number one blessing. Right. And not just individual long life. Like this conversation is, long life for the good of humanity. We want humanity to survive, which means that some of us might not have a long life for the benefit of humanity. But I think that if we're going to be role models, some of us actually do need to have long lives for the benefit of humanity. Well, I won't protect me. I have to say that... um, I read your essay and I found it was excellent. You I know, um, we definitely uh, have to begin to seek community alternatives to individual egotistical, you know, things. We have to really elevate so that we can all be on the same page, praying for the same thing, you know? And it's so sad that I, the egos are out of control. The, the I, I guess the harm to this um, tradition is that there's so much that is unknown that people kind of fall for the okey-doke of those who are in it for personal, you know, uh, reasons, whether it's monetary or ego-based, you know, they want uh, to be the Jesus of Ifa, you know, and we just have to continually pray for the message that Ifa will mend the world and how we can be individually a part of that and group-wise you know, finding the opportunities to come together to pray uh, 
you know. We got to have some powerful people support, you know, um, community prayers, you know, that we don't all have to be together to pray at the same time, you know. That's where they have the online network. So yeah, we I don't have to come is, together. We just have to be on a schedule and, and all kind of using the same prayer. Nobody, We don't have to be in the same physical space um, to do it. You know, but like you said, we need to refocus. We need some new leadership. Uh, we need everybody to commit to just contact, you know, if everybody could just commit to contacting one person in their community, one other Ifa, Risha, worshiper, practitioner in that community, and uh, try to meet them for a cup of coffee at Starbucks or something. And, um, you know, that would be a tremendous start. Uh, I've reached out here in Miami already to a couple of people. I'm going to try to meet. Um, just for a cup of coffee, touch base, and then, you know, they have their people. Everybody has their e-lays or their people, right? So if you just contact one person and they go back to their people and kind of get them to try it out and just coordinate, okay, on the four-day we're going to, this is the prayer. Ashe. Um, and uh, we can spread this rather sure. easily. If we could just even get everybody in the Ifarisha communities nationwide and worldwide to pray on the 16th day, even though it was just once every 16 days, you know, twice a month, all I'm asking, um, we will post a prayer and um, we can really, uh, I don't know, I guess people don't really understand how this works, you know, we when we project prayers, when we're using our Ophelache, the power of the vo- of, of sound, when we project that sound into the other realms, the invisible realm, you know, it, there's power in that. And when it's a group, it's, it's it's logarithmic. It's not like you get four people, it's four more times powerful. No, that's like 16 times more powerful. Mm-hmm. And so... It, this is what, uh, you know, those who are controlling the world are doing. The world has an energy around it. And we can change that energy. It is. The world. And this, this calendar is ancient. It was prescribed by ancestors, you know, millennia ago. And we need to follow it. It does have some coordination with the moon. Um, and like yeah. you said, other people are following it. And we can see it. You know, this is what Islam does five times a day. This is what Christians right. do on Sunday. Um, we have a four-day cycle, and we really do need to adhere to it. Well said. We need some discipline. You know, Islam's a perfect example. They get down five times a day. They're all facing the exact same direction. Everyone's facing east, Mm -hmm. just like we do. We face east. And they're saying the same prayer. I don't know if people realize it. But when they do that prayer, everybody who's on the ground at that time when that bell rings, 
And they get down on the ground and do that prayer. They're all praying for the same thing. Mm-hmm. And so it's not uh, an idea particular to any one group of people. But we need to get with it. You know, people are... are uh, I don't know. We need some discipline in this faith. We do, and we have to keep prescribing it and encouraging it and being role models of it, of course. Right. The best thing to do is just role model. That is so true. Because it ain't the old people that are going to fix this. It's going to be the young people. It's going to be our kids. It's going to be the youth who are in this religion who are going to fix it and make it uh, what it's supposed to be, not the elders who have, uh, for the most part, made it something it shouldn't be. And so children are some elders. Very, very, <laughs> huh? There's some good ones out there. <laughs> yeah, I didn't say I all. Oh, no, I don't mean everybody. That's but true. Generally speaking, uh, you know, we can... I don't want to get into that, but I think it's pretty obvious. Um, the youth are very, very good. They have an acute sense of smelling bullshit. <laughs> and so if you're talking in one side of your neck and you're acting another way, they they will see that so fast and Mine. they will drop out of the religion really quick when they see that you're full of shit. And so, um, you know, that's why we have to role model. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that the youth have uh, something and they can see, okay, that's real. And then they will follow. That is true. Ashe. Ashe. Ashe, we have one minute left. <laughs> uh, well, Ashe, so, it went too will fast. <laughs> what? I'm sorry, oh, I said it went too fast. <laughs> <laughs> I just said, Eshe Pupo, thank you so much for this topic and this conversation. Okay. And I thank you for coming on. And so with this last minute, I want to thank everybody for listening this week. I hope you all come back next Friday night. I want to thank... Chief Jaye Winmilahwe for coming on, sharing her insights. I want to thank Al Fajmoji, Fajmoji, for his valuable insights on Odu as always. Um, and I want to thank the Yoruba House of Worship and Efalola for sponsoring the show. Ashe. And. Uh, I hope everyone has a great weekend, and I hope uh, you have something to think about this weekend, and I hope everybody will reach out to somebody in your neighborhood, in your town, uh, meet for a cup of coffee and discuss what we said, and let's get this show on the road, and let's start trying to pray for collectively and get in the battle before it's too late. Ashe. 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 And uh, you all have a great weekend. 
We'll talk to you soon. Odabo. Odabo. Odaro. Odaro. All right. Peace out. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.